Welcome into Real Fun Sports. I'm Courtney Lachlan, joined by Kelly Collis. Kelly, it's definitely been a minute since we actually had a full-blown sports show, but sports, I feel like, are officially back into the full swing of things. We had the NHL playoffs start on Tuesday. NBA playoffs have started. Baseball is in full swing. We got a lot of sports to talk about. I know, and it feels so great. And we talked about this a little bit last week about how it's just I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to continue. There's so much uncertainty. But every day that there is a professional sports game on and that we can watch on TV, I'm just grateful. And that started officially, I guess, on Tuesday night or Tuesday day for the NHL. Yes, they had the qualifying round, and yes, they had the round robin. But on Tuesday was the first official day of the NHL playoffs. Talk about some drama. Um, I got to be honest, I am completely exhausted because the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Toronto Maple Leafs made history in the opening day of 2020 playoffs. They went to five overtimes. Records were broken from defensemen and players for playing over 65 minutes of ice. I was like up all night just like tweeting. I like couldn't get off my phone. I was exhausted. My mind was going. I, I felt honestly like I had played in that game on my <laughs> own. Um, but I don't think I could have planned or pictured a better opening day for NHL playoffs because that day and that game was so exciting, even though it lasted six hours. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I was drawn into that game. We started watching it in the afternoon with my 16-year-old son. And then, you know, the Nats game started. I'm like, oh, we're going to turn it over the Nats game. But it was so exciting going into overtime. And we were, like, Googling all the different records that were going on for these players who went into five rounds of overtime. And they looked exhausted. I don't, I don't, I've only played hockey once for about 10 minutes and my body ached for two weeks. So I can't imagine these professional athletes like just kept on going. It was amazing. It really was. And, and I think it's unfortunate because I feel like once you get into those double, triple, quadruple overtimes, it doesn't really matter, right? There's going to be – the goal isn't going to be pretty. At one point, the Tampa Bay Lightning ended up going on a power play in the, that fifth overtime, and, like, they couldn't even connect two passes, right? One of the best power plays in the National Hockey League, right up there with the Washington Capitals in terms of the weapons that they have, and they couldn't even connect two passes. But it was ultimately Kelly Braden Point who ended up scoring the game-winning goal for Tampa Bay – and that team was so excited. You could see it on the bench. On the other side, Columbus, I feel so bad for this team in terms of what they have to turn around to do in 48 hours again. But as I said, it was Braden Point who did help Tampa Bay secure the victory in five overtimes. And scuffs that, that hit Gabrikov. They score! It's fired by Braden Point. The shot hit Gavrikov, came back to point, and he fires it in for the game-winning goal in overtime number five. <laughs> it was that was incredible, and also during that game because they, they we we've talked about this a little bit on on our our pregame show. The NHL is stacking these games so they get played within this window. Um, and there was another game scheduled afterwards that they ended up moving until this morning. <laughs> because they have to clean the ice and sanitize and do all the things to have the other game go within the bubble. And if for any of you that haven't checked it out, you should go and check out the team's Twitters. Like NHL was on fire <laughs> last night because 
the game that got moved was the uh, Carolina Hurricanes and the Boston Bruins, and they were supposed to play at 8 o'clock. And during the game, like, they were tweeting. They were like, hey, Columbus Blue Jackets, like, you were supposed to be off the ice, and you're not. <laughs> and so there was this really fun banter between the NHL teams. And at one point, the NHL did make the decision to move the game this morning. So there, to me, when I look at that game, there's two things. Number one is how how can Columbus Blue Jackets respond from that game mentally and physically because – Yes, the physical side of it is going to be exhausting. They played, what, eight, five overtimes, three periods. Like, they played over, well over two games, almost three games, basically. How can they recover from that mental side of losing like that in less than 48 hours? Especially, Kelly, I'm going to give you a stat. In a Game 7 series, the winner of Game 1 goes on to win just about 70% of the time the whole series. So that's a it's it's mentally challenging. So that's number one. The I want to see how the Columbus Blue Jackets can respond from that that ugh, that heart wrenching to me. That was such a heart wrenching loss. And then number two, the game today, this morning at at eleven o'clock in two, which is also a weird time. I don't think there's ever been an NHL game <laughs> played at eleven. I was like, wow, there, there's a game in an hour and ten minutes as we're doing this show, um, because that team went to the rink. They went through their pregame warm up. They were prepared. They got dressed in their warm-up gear. They did all their pregame rituals just to be told that they have to go home to come back to the rink the next morning. That's challenging, too, mentally to be – it's exhausting, right, to prepare for that type of battle war that you're going to go into that's playoff hockey and then to say, oh, no, you're playing tomorrow morning. So it it is interesting to see how the NHL has handled these things. I'm – a little worried that maybe the Caps game will be pushed back. I pray that there's no overtime for this Boston Carolina game, but I think that just shows you that, yeah, we got to go with the times. We got to be flexible. And, and so do the players, right? That's one thing that they're going to learn, have to do it, learn how to do is be more flexible with all of these changes that are happening. I was thinking about the players that were going to play the next game because I almost feel like it's a little child. Like they get so amped up. They're like, exactly. you know, their diet and their rest and their warming up is all the things. And then to be like, okay, now you need to go home and get a good night's <laughs> sleep. <laughs> and yeah. them trying to like come down from that to play, you know, get to the ice early this morning and warm up and do that whole thing over again. Which is so weird. I like noon hockey is one thing, but eleven o'clock. They're like at they're they were at the ring probably eight o'clock. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I that game is also interesting to me to see how is it going to be sloppy? Are they going to be awake? Um, kind of all those things that are a trickle down effect of the <laughs> five overtime game, which I can't believe. But I do think that that was a a great start of the NHL playoffs. Um, cause I think people are so excited. Yeah. The round Robin was fine. The qualifying round was fine, but it was a great start. And so starting today, hopefully set for three o'clock is the Washington Capitals first game against the Islanders. And I know everybody's so excited. We're so excited. Kelly, we're going to be doing a pregame show live on our Facebook page at two o'clock gearing up for the game. And one of our longtime listeners, Kimmy is also very excited that the Caps are back. Good morning, y'all. This is Kimmy, and it's Hockey Night in America. I'm so ready for Caps hockey. Let's go, boys. C-A-P-S. Caps, Caps, Caps. So a little bit, we'll, we'll, we're going to get into all the things Caps later when we do our, our Facebook Live show at around 2 o'clock. But um, there is something about this. It, the games now officially count. 
And will the caps be fired up, ready to do their caps things? What will the, you know, there's been some injuries. There's been some players that haven't been part of the roster. Will this, what were, what are we going to see tonight? And I love the stat that you just brought up about the, you've got to win game one and you're most likely to win the series, at least in the seven game series. So it's, I'm excited. It's so much fun too for me uh, personally, because I got this three, I get to talk caps with you too. Three o'clock game, and then I've got to get to see my Nats again play today. So it's like I got I, I got a big afternoon chunk of just sports, and it's fantastic. Kelly, how's like your personal life outside of sports? <laughs> um, <laughs> or are, are we doing okay? I mean, I know I'm concerned for my well being and my safety, but just given what you just said, you're going through today. <laughs> I want to make sure. Are you okay? <laughs> Is everything okay in the Carlos household? <laughs> Um, I, I really appreciate that. Um, fortunately, my my husband cannot stand. I mean, unfortunately, he cannot stand the Caps, but he does love hockey. So he's you know he will watch hockey with me. But yeah, it, by the time we finish up sports, I'm just like I'm ready to go to bed. He's like, really? <laughs> I don't cook dinner. I don't do any. Like it's just it's not happening. It's hard. It's hard to it's hard to fit it all yeah. in. Um. I'm with you, Kelly. I am excited to see if the Caps can, quote-unquote, flip that switch and play this meaningful hockey. I am interested to hear, or I guess to see, the difference between the teams that played in the qualifying round versus the round-robin, right? Because I think we can all sit here and agree that the round-robin games weren't great. Were or are the teams that played in that qualifying round better off because they did play in meaningful games. I don't know. I hope that's not the case, and I do hope that the Washington Capitals are able to flip that switch. I hope we can see more from Ovechkin. Hopefully, John Carlson will draw into the lineup. All things that, Kelly, you and I will be breaking down later today on our Real Fun Sports Stanley Cup Edition show. So, I mean, I got my notes ready. I have, like, pages and pages <laughs> of notes. Um, just like my dad, we do the, the Sharpie stuff. So I'm ready to go. I'm excited for today's game. And I'm excited to kind of dive deeper into Caps Islanders. Well, I, I am too. And, and speaking of just to transition a little bit into baseball. So there is now some talk in the MLB that there's been such success with the NHL and the NM, and NBA with the bubble that the playoffs or the World Series, which I just can't even believe we're talking about. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, may They may try to uh, mimic that model. Um, and I think that we're seeing that it works. You still have some teams um, in the MLB that are wrestling with COVID cases. Right. Um, so we'll see. But, like, we're looking down the pipe of a World Series happening at the end of September, uh, early October. And it's just, you know, we're in mid-August. So even <laughs> thinking about that. But um, luckily, the Nats have had a little bit of a turnaround. They're in New York playing the Mets. And the Mets, um, and they've been able to beat them, not by a lot, but the bats finally are, like, doing their things, Soto, Robles, um, and Trey Turner is having an incredible, he had an incredible game last night, both offensively and defensively. Um, so it's kind of exciting to see the Nats kind of wake up because last weekend they just got destroyed by the Orioles. Um, those games were really hard to watch. Um, but I have Martinez, who of course is the manager, talking about how Trey Turner is just doing his Trey Turner things. We know, we know he can do these kind of things. He's a game changer. Um, you know, he started, you know, that's what we needed to, you know, get on the board early. Um, it was nice. And then that play uh, that he made um, was incredible. Yeah, he basically bookend the game. He started off the game, first at bat, 
second pitch, got a single home run. Then at the end of the game, he had this incredible diving, beautiful catch that you don't really see coming from a shortstop. So he's just, I don't know, he just found out that they're having a baby boy with his wife. Maybe he's running on that high, but like all of a sudden he is just like (laughs) woken up and he's ready to do his thing. So that's, I'm excited too, because the baseball, uh, they're playing the Mets for the next two nights and then they come into Baltimore and like, we're doing good and the boys are healthy and, and it's just so great to see baseball. I have a quick question for you, Kelly, about that. You mentioned the Nats and the Orioles and I, there have been some interesting, um, box scores that I've seen on my Twitter in terms of scoring. Mm. Do you think that has anything to do with the time off or that like, or is that, is it a fluke that you're, we're seeing these kinds of types of games with a ton of scoring or is it just, Hey, it's just baseball and that's the game and we'll take it and we move on. Yeah, it's really um, interesting too because, I mean, you, you have the story that we know very well, the Nats having a horrible start to their season last year and then going on and winning the World Series. But that's, of course, looking at 100 plus games during right. the season and we're looking at a lot less than that. So it's not, yeah, it's not uncommon to see teams kind of figure out and go through a losing streak. Um so it's that's not uncommon. It it is more cause to, of concern when you're looking at a shorter season. Sure. Um, so at this point, I, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. Like I, I even and I would have never said this in a regular season. Let's just get to the World Series. If my team <laughs> is in it, awesome. If it's yeah. not, I will still be there watching baseball, and it will be great to, uh, you know, have a World Series during this crazy time. So. Um, the Nats are a great team. They've got some yeah. young players that are that are doing their thing. I think Ryan Zimmerman not being part of the team and the leader of the team is 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 something that they're getting used to, and that's going to take some adjusting. I mean, you know, he was just a calming force. They'll just, you know, as far as being a part of the team for the longest time. So um, we'll see. But it's good to have baseball back. It's 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 good stuff. Great to have baseball back. Great to have hockey back. I it, I can't even I I don't know what today's going to be like for the Cats first Stanley Cup game. I really don't I don't know um what to expect in terms of just actual playoff hockey, but I know everyone's excited. Um fans are excited and you can join us if you want more sports content. Kelly and I will be live every single Cats game day 1 hour before puck drop so you can join us there. You can find us here for more sports content. Kelly Collis as always so great to talk sports with you. Thanks for listening so much to Real Fun Sports. Courtney Lachlan, Kelly Collis. We'll see you guys next time. At Prince Frederick Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, they always treat my family like family. And Prince Frederick Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram will do the same for you. They bring excitement to Southern Maryland. Welcoming cap superstars, baseball and football players. Popping up a beach party in their parking lot. They make the holidays bright for everyone an extra special for some with Toys for Tots. Now, Prince Frederick Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram brings Southern Maryland excitement to you. We've delivered as far as Massachusetts so far. Anywhere, anytime, we're open for delivery. We can pick your vehicle up, car will be repaired, brought back to the home, sanitized again, contact free. The biggest thing that everybody's thinking about is how can I be safe? How can I still get my vehicle? How can I choose a new vehicle? You know, we have everybody sitting at home. It's kind of fun to look at a new car. We're pre-owned. Visit Prince Frederick Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram at PrinceFrederickDodge.com or come see them on Route 4 South in the heart of Prince Frederick.